Welcome to this message from Alpha and Omega Ministries International. We value the Word of God as an instrument of growth in our lives, using it to mend our ways, align our thinking, and ultimately bring restoration. We trust that you will be blessed and encouraged by what we have to share. All right, what I want to share with you uh, tonight is an experience that I had with the Lord a few days ago as I waited on the Lord in my prayer time and the words that I heard from the Spirit that led me to share this very important principle with you. So, as I waited on the Lord that particular morning, I heard the Spirit of God say to my spirit, you will find me in my writings. And he repeated that sentence twice, you will find me in my writings. And you know, these seven words seem to carry such weight and substance when I heard it, that it really got me thinking. So I began to meditate and think about what is the Lord endeavoring to communicate to me through these words. Thoughts went through my mind such as, well, if I want to meet with God and fellowship with Him, the only place I can find Him is within His writings. God had 66 volumes written that are full of revelation knowledge about Himself, about who He is, what He thinks, what He wills, and of course His plan of salvation for mankind. After some thought, though, it dawned on me that the Spirit was endeavoring to teach me the value and the importance of the written Word. Furthermore, the Holy Spirit continued speaking, and He said, What's written cannot be forgotten. It cannot be lost. It cannot be erased. But it will live forever. I felt that at that moment that what the Spirit was endeavoring to communicate to me was more than the revelation of God through the written Word. Thoughts came to my mind about my life, my testimony, my encounters with God through the years, the writings and the many teachings I have taught, and then it hit me. Long after I'm gone from this earth, I will still be speaking to the generations after me through what I've written. They will find me and they would fellowship with me in my writings. I will still be sharing my testimony and all my experiences with God through what I have written. And this can only take place if I take the time to write these things down. And then the Lord concluded his conversation with me by encouraging me to continue writing and encourage those that I teach and disciple to give value and practice to this very principle. He said, continue to write down your encounters with me, 
write down the things that I have taught, the things that I have revealed to you, describe in detail what I delivered you from, write down the dreams I have given you, because what's written cannot be erased, cannot be forgotten or lost. And most importantly, this is what I want you to hear tonight. Encourage others to do the same. Tell them to write and communicate their life through the written word. And after having this encounter with the Lord and the conversation, I realized that in all the years I have walked with the Lord, I have never seen the value and the importance of writing things down as I have seen it that morning. I have always kept a journal. I've got stacks and, and many hundreds of journals that are filled with writings, and I've always kept a journal since I came to the Lord, and I've always written down important things, conversations with the Lord that were meaningful to me, but I have never realized the tremendous value in the practice of recording things on paper or elsewhere. I thought about Moses and David and all the other heroes of the faith, how they are still with us today. They are teaching us today, admonishing us through their writings as though they were with us today. What if those men and women of God neglected to give us their writings? Can you imagine the loss? We can fellowship with those who walked with God of the past generations today and receive from their writings wisdom and comfort through their encounters with God as they wrote down their very experiences and the things they have learned from their God encounters. I can find God in His presence through His Word, which is written down on paper. And I can fellowship with Him through His many writings. We often refer to the power of the spoken Word, but let me also say that the written Word is equally powerful. So the purpose of my ministry to you today is to encourage you, to inspire you, to write things down. Every single one of us has a testimony. What God did for me, He also did for you. You may think that your testimony is not important. It is important. You have received the greatest miracle of all times. You've been born again by the Spirit of God. No wonder Jesus said to the disciples, and, and these works you will do, and even greater works. What were the greater works that he was talking about? I believe he was speaking about the new birth. There is no greater miracle than the new birth. So your testimony is valuable. Your testimony is important. Your experiences with God are important. People will get to know who you really are. They will get to know what you believe and what you live for by the words you leave behind. And if they want to fellowship with you after you've gone, they will find you in your writings. Your children, 
Your grandchildren may not appreciate you now because they're too young, but they will afterwards. And you need to leave something for them to remember you by and to fellowship with you even when you're gone. As I ponder on this, I thought about my brother and I wish that he left a journal behind or something that I could see and read and know something more about his life, his struggles, know something more about what he endured through his long illness and what he went through. He left us early, he died prematurely, and all I have of him is a photograph and only a few things that I recollect from memory, which isn't much, because we lived apart for many years. Then I thought about my own mom and dad. I wish my mom and dad left us something more than just a few memories. I wish I knew what motivated my dad to leave us, leave mom and two young children behind and immigrate to South Africa for years before we got to see him again. I wish he had written something for us to explain just that one decision that he made, which caused us untold pain from his long absence. Nothing. Nothing was left, nothing was written, nothing was explained. I realize that most people don't think the way I've described to you. They have no foresight. They don't think of those they will leave behind one day. They don't prepare for their departure, not spiritually and sometimes not even financially or any other way. So I want to make you think tonight. Think. Think of the time when you will not be here. Think of your children, your grandchildren. Think of the legacy that one day you're going to leave. How do you want to be known and how do you want to be remembered? In the Greek Orthodox tradition, those of us who come from the Greek Orthodox uh, background, they have what they call mnemosyno which means remembrance or a memorial service. They remember those who have died, the loved ones. Every year, relatives of the dead person asks the priest to say a prayer in remembrance of the loved one that passed on. The problem, though, is that no one has anything to say about that person. There is nothing written, nothing recorded of their lives as though they never existed. The prayer that the priest makes is a waste of time because once the person has passed on, there is no repentance. All the prayers in the world would do no good if the person was not saved prior to his death. But you see, I want you to think, why am I sharing this? To point out an important principle. To remember someone is to recall his life, his faith, his works, his influence, and his legacy. If you have not written down what's important to you, they will have nothing to remember you by except a few memories from recollection. And remember, 
What's not written is lost through time. It is erased and forgotten. So be encouraged today. Take time in your time with the Lord. Write down your testimony. You see, once you begin, you will see how the Holy Spirit will inspire you, will bring things to your mind and to your memory, things that you went through, things that you've encountered, and the Holy Spirit helped you. As you begin and take the step of faith, you will be amazed how the Holy Spirit will come alongside and help you. Write down your testimony, your encounters with God, the things He has shown you through the years, the challenges you faced, the dreams you had, and if not for anyone else, at least for your children, your family, and your grandchildren that will come after you. One day when you're gone, they will still fellowship with you, and you will still be with them through your writings. I look at my grandchildren today, and we do so enjoy them when they come to visit. we having a party. I tell you, they are so cute, but they are so young and unable to understand what the grandparents are all about. I cannot speak to them like I would speak to an adult. And by the time they reach an age where they begin to really value family, children, and grandchildren, we will be gone. But if I leave my writings with them, the things that shaped my faith, the struggles and the challenges we have faced as we have walked this journey of faith, they will really get to know who their grandparents really were and would have an opportunity to know and to fellowship with us. My children would point them to my writings, my sermons, my testimony, and they would learn and be instructed by what I have written. They would say to the children, this was your grandfather, your grandmother, and this was the legacy they left you. This is who you are. This is where you come from. Follow the footsteps, imitate their faith, and leave your own legacy of faith. In the, in, in the Holy Scriptures, we see holy men of God, inspired by the Spirit of God, wrote things down. That's why in the book of Revelation, when the angel appeared, or the Lord appeared to John and said, write these things down. Why? Because it's important. Record events, miracles. They've even recorded their mistakes so that we can read these words today and be encouraged, be strengthened, and educated in the things of God. Romans 15 and verse 4 says, For whatsoever things were written aforetime were written for our learning, that we, through patience and comfort of the Scriptures, might have hope. I cannot count the times that Isaiah encouraged me through his writings as he walked with me, and I walked with him through his writings. How many times David comforted me through his psalms, 
Or how many times Jeremiah inspired me through the troubles and the great persecutions he faced? What if they hadn't written those things down? How much would we have missed? Countless times, the Spirit used the words these mighty men of God wrote to strengthen, to counsel, and to encourage me, and I'm sure the same with you. We cannot place, I believe, adequate value on the writings of Paul through his epistles and the revelation he gave us through them. These writings are invaluable. Don't think that your testimony or the things that you experienced with God, the things that he taught you, are not important or valuable. They are important. They are valuable. Go back. Record your upbringing. The events that marked your life and shaped your life. The events that helped or was a catalyst to lead you to the Lord. Record your spiritual upbringing, the things you experienced that helped you to grow, the people God anointed just for you to help and to teach you. Record the dreams God gave you, your God encounters, the focus and passion God placed in your heart, and write these events down. Write down the, the events that led you to your spouse. How did that happen? How the Lord ministered to you along those lines. You know, I pity the person who has left this earth and left nothing behind, just an empty space of time and years. No record of his life, his works, his dreams, as though he has never lived and as though he has never walked this earth. You see, God the Father has deposited in each one of us his wisdom, his gifts, his talents, his abilities. And with all that, he gave us the command to be fruitful and to multiply. When we leave this earth, we are to leave it with a powerful legacy, I believe, with our mark and our fragrance. Lives that we have touched, things that we have done, words that we have spoken. I believe we are to erect memorials in our lifetime of God's goodness and loving kindness toward us through our writings, through our deeds, and through our faithful obedience. Imagine yourself, if you will, standing before the generations that will come after you, even from your own family, speaking to them, sharing your love for God and all the things the Lord has done for you as you pursued His presence diligently and sought His will for your life. Family, listen. We must strive to leave a legacy that continues to honor the Lord, a legacy that is worth celebrating. Write down the things that you want to say to your children, yet you are unable to say them now. Your grandchildren, your great-grandchildren, when you're no longer with them. 
You see, this principle of remembrance was practiced throughout the Old Testament as God taught the children of Israel in communicating to the future generations events and deliverance which took place as they journeyed with God. In the book of Joshua, we see such an example. Joshua chapter 4 verse 19 says, Now the people came up from the Jordan on the tenth day of the first month, and they encamped in Gilgal on the east border of Jericho. And those twelve stones which they took out of the Jordan, Joshua set it up in Gilgal. Then he spoke to the children of Israel, saying, When your children ask their fathers in time to come, saying, What are these stones? Then you shall let your children know, saying, Israel crossed over this Jordan on dry land. For the Lord your God dried up the waters of the Jordan before you until you had crossed over and the Lord your God did to the, as the Lord your God did to the Red Sea, which he tried, dried up before us until we had crossed over, that all the people of the earth may know the hand of the Lord, that it is mighty, that you may fear the Lord your God forever. You see, God wanted them to remember. And in order for them to remember, he told them to take 12 stones and put them over there, so in the years to come, their children and the grandchildren would ask, what are these stones? And they would tell them the story of the deliverance. You see, as human beings, we are inclined to easily forget. That is so true. That is why we need to be reminded again and again of the goodness of God toward us. The psalmist said to himself in Psalm 103, not to forget all of the Lord's benefits, but to name them one by one and to give the Lord thanks. Even when we come to the communion table, it is an act of remembrance of our great deliverance from the power of darkness. Jesus said to the disciples, do this in remembrance of me. Remember me. Remember what I went through. Remember what I suffered. Remember the pain, the humiliation, the price that I paid for you as you eat this bread and drink this cup. You see, it is a principle that is throughout the Old and the New Testament. And as I have mentioned, what's not written is easily forgotten. It's erased from our memories. But what we write down will live throughout the generations. We may not raise a monument of stones today for the future generations, but we can write down events. We can write down miracles that God did for us, God's interventions, so that our children and our children's children can remember us and praise God who saved and delivered us from all of our enemies. The Bible says that Cornelius raised a memorial before God. How did he do that? Through his generosity and through his prayers. David is remembered as a man after God's own heart. The three Hebrew boys have left us a tremendous legacy. They were thrown into the fiery furnace, but they are remembered for their unwavering faith 
and commitment to God's laws and commandments. Abraham is remembered as a friend of God, the father of our faith. You see, all of these wonderful men and women of God, they left us something that is educating us, inspiring us, encouraging us, giving us hope in hopeless situations. You can do the same. For those who know you, for those you have influence with, for those you will leave behind. You may say, well, pastor, I'm too young to start. You're never too young. I pray that each one of us leaves a legacy behind that will be remembered, a legacy of educating and encouraging others to love God and to serve Him with a willing mind and a loyal heart. So, that's what I wanted to share. And the Lord said to me when he communicated this to me, he said, encourage those you teach to write things down for those that will come after them. Because what's written is not easily forgotten or erased. I know some of you have already. Andrew has written a book about his life as a cop, as a cop, as a, at the time where he got born again. And, um, and I know George, the Lord has been speaking to him about writing his, his testimony, his life and the things that God did for him. And some of you, I don't know if the Lord has been speaking to you along those lines, but I want to encourage you, write things down. Amen. Father, we pray tonight that we will begin to see the real value and the importance of the written word. The things that we write down, the things that you've done for us, the things that you say to us, the things that you delivered us from. I pray, Father, that all of us will be anointed and you will give us grace to write things down in order to give you glory and praise by just simply writing them down. Thank you for this revelation tonight. I give you praise and glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this message. For additional resources or more information about this ministry, come and visit us at alphaomegaint.org.za.